Welcome to the Mindset for Runners podcast, helping you to access and unlock your true potential as an athlete. Hey, it's Rob here. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm really excited about the content I'm going to share with you today. This is how you can really get out of your own way and really start to integrate the parts of you that might be holding yourself back or causing procrastination or indecision in some way. Like I said, maybe there's a part of you that wants to go running and a part of you that doesn't. Maybe there's a part of you that wants to go for it in in your career or in your business or in life somehow, and a part of you that's kind of like holding you back or or just, you know, getting in the way of somehow of you absolutely going for something that you really, really want. And that's what this episode is going to help you unpack so that you know more about yourself, so that you can really tap into your hidden potential, which really means enjoying your running more and hopefully getting faster along the way, which is what it's all about. Before we start, I wanted to send a shout out to my awesome dietitian, Lauren Nash from The Fight Dietitian. I've been working with Lauren now for four months and I got in touch with her after Costa Cozy because I realized that I had gaps in my nutrition plan for the race, for my ultra running, but also in my daily uh, diet and the way that I was replenishing and refueling my body. And it has been the best journey. Lauren is so knowledgeable. She is so well studied and she just keeps everything so simple that I feel like I can actually do it. You know, some people just overcomplicate things and makes it seem harder. Lauren is not one of those people. She makes me feel like I can actually take control and learn this stuff and then incorporate it into my life. And so Lauren goes through my race plan nutrition and absolutely plans it out so I know exactly how many carbs, how much protein to have every hour to keep me going, performing at my best. But she also does my daily eating to make sure when I'm getting home from the run, I'm replenishing correctly. I'm rehydrating correctly, I'm refueling, and she looks at my whole diet and does it all for me. She tells me how much carbs is in a banana and how much carbs is in this gel and that gel. So I highly recommend um, get in touch with Lauren if you're looking for someone to help with your dietitian, with your dietary stuff for running or in life. You can find her, I'll put a link in the show notes. She's the XFit Dietitian on Instagram, and she's done a couple of really good posts, which you get a lot out of. You can check out her um, cross-section of all the gels on the market and how all the caloric breakdown between all those gels, so you can compare the ones you're using um, to the ones that are out there. She just really breaks things down so simply. Thanks heaps, Lauren. You've helped me heaps, and I'm really excited to be working with you. Moving into today's uh, topic on this part, this is fascinating stuff. Now, first of all, I want to say We've all got these parts of ourselves. There's nothing weird or crazy about you. It's just the way that our psychology develops as we grow. Um, We kind of create these parts of ourselves normally as a response to a, what they call a significant emotional event. And that could be, you know, it could be a trauma in the past or it could be something like an event where you got humiliated or you did something wrong and you swear I never do that again or somebody said something and or you spoke up when you shouldn't have and you got you know yelled down and something happened when and you said I'm not going to do that again or you maybe weren't even aware of it but a part of your psyche said that was dangerous I'm going to create a part of myself to protect myself from that ever happening again and sometimes these parts of us get so ingrained that we forget that we can actually 
change them and, and, and integrate them and become who we used to be before all these parts kind of split off from us, if you can think of it that way. But stay with me. I'm going to tell you more. But wh- why even look at these parts? Well, part of you know reaching your potential as an athlete and unlocking what could be holding you back is knowing and understanding yourself at a deeper level. And part of that is getting to know these parts of yourself and knowing how you get in your own way, knowing how you hold yourself back, knowing how you sabotage yourself in inverted commas. And normally what we try and do as as athletes or as people is we push that part of ourselves away or we judge ourselves or we compare ourselves to somebody else. And, you know, we you know, sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves. Why did I do that? I can't believe I'm not going for it. That person's going for it, but I'm not. Or why didn't, why didn't I speak up in that meeting? Or why didn't I say what I felt? Why did I hold back? And then you start to go down this spiral of, oh, you know what, I'm not confident or I'm not as confident as X, Y, Z person. But if we can pull those parts of ourselves closer and get to know them, that's where the gold is. Because the secret to this kind of tool that I'm sharing with you today is that every part of you has a positive intention for its behavior. And we need to understand that. No matter how weird that part of us might behave, it has a positive intention. It has value for us in some way. And that's where we really have to start the conversation today. That part of you might be protecting you from failure, from judgment, from disappointment, from humiliation, from standing out in the crowd, right? It's all of these things. And, and we don't, we behave in a certain way, but ultimately that's what those parts of us could be protecting us from or could be something completely different for you. The premise is that part of you has a positive intention and we need to bring it closer and get to know it and question it and understand what it really wants for us. All right, so where I want to go next is a little metaphor. And you may have heard this before. Actually, they just made a movie about this guy, which is, I haven't seen, but it, um, the story itself is incredible. Jerry Colonna, in his amazing book called Reboot, one of my favorite books, he tells a story of what he calls the loyal soldier. Now, you may have heard this before, but after World War II finished, there was a group of Japanese soldiers who were still in a remote island in the Pacific. They were unaware that the World War II had actually finished. In the 1950s, the Japanese government and army became aware that there was still at least one soldier in the Pacific who was out there protecting that island and and still being a loyal soldier to, to Japan. Now, they tried to get in contact with him. And when they went into the mountains, they found him and he started shooting at them and the party basically got scared off and, and, and went back to Japan. They then flew an aeroplane over and dropped leaflets down to him, telling him the war was over and it's time to, to come home. But he dismissed all that as propaganda from the enemy and he, and he doubled down and, and he resecured his, his um, position. So no one went near him for uh, until 1974 when they made contact with this guy. We're talking 30 years after the war had ended. And what the Japanese army did and the government did is they got this soldier, Hiro Inoda is his name, they got his commanding officer, who was a general, they dressed him up in full World War II um, Japanese army gear, in uniform, 
they sent him up. He yelled out and he found the guy and he was the only person that, that sorry, the, the general was the only person that Huru Anoda would actually listen to. So he came out and of the cave and he was all confused and crying. Of course, you know, he's been there for 30 years. They brought him home. They gave him a hero's welcome. They thanked him for his service. There was a huge, you know, welcoming home and honouring of this loyal soldier who had been on the island for all of these years, protecting and fighting for Japan. And the reason I tell you this is there's parts of you that are holding yourself back, that it's time to discharge. And this is what Jerry Kalena talks about, discharging your loyal soldier. Because what was once created to protect you is now holding you back, holding you back from being an awesome runner for some reason, holding you back from you know, achieving the things you want in life. And I'm going to show you how to do that now. So let's move into the how. How do we do this? The first thing we do is we absolutely have to accept that the part of us that's holding ourselves back, procrastination, indecision, the part of you that stops your running habit, just when you get into the habit a couple of weeks in, you know, you get inspired by something, you, you talk to someone who's doing a race, you sign up for the race, you start running, everything's going great, a couple of weeks in, nah, I'm going to stop, you, you just peter out and you and your running habit stops again and again you go on the health kick and then after a couple of weeks or couple of a month it just drops off and you go back to where you were that is a part of you it's a part of you that's protecting you from something and you have to instead of judging yourself for giving up on these things or not following through we have to understand there's a part of ourselves that's protecting us from something and it has a positive intention you're not a bad person you're not lazy you're not someone who can't commit you're not all those things that you're labeling yourself as you've got a part of you a loyal soldier that's still stuck on the island who's protecting you from something and we need to find out what that is so here's how we do it we need to get to know that part and the way we get to know it is we give it a little we'd make it a little caricature so we give it a like we give it a picture of what it is and then we give it a little voice and we we might give it a weight or a size or a feeling for example some people i've worked with one calls a little general it was like a little army version of herself dressed in army camos a little general with a really stern face that sat on her shoulder kind of like the old in the old cartoons the devil and the angel on the shoulder and she called it my little general and her little general was always out for what's right, what's the right thing to do. And, and that was one of the parts of her that would always um, make sure she was doing the right thing, whatever that might have been. Right? There's somebody else who, who have, who's got a different image who sits on their uh, shoulder. Um, and <laughs> this little part of them, which they gave a different name, they gave a name to a little caricature, and that was always the one that's here saying, you're not good enough. Right? And it would say that to, to her. You're not good. You can't do this. What makes you think you can do this? Blah, blah, blah. They can do that, but you can't, right? So even though it seems destructive, hidden in that message is a protection mechanism. You know, who do you think you are to go for that? Protects you from something. And in this case, it was from her, you know, taking a risk, standing out in the crowd. And when you go back to it the last time where this part was created, she spoke up at a time in a classroom and she was deeply humiliated and she swore she would never speak out in front of people again. And so this part of her was created. 
Um, so that's this bit of an example. So we, we give it this little caricature, we give it a little voice if you want, um, and then you can give it a size. It might be like a little teddy bear size, or it might be this huge, you know, bear sized thing that follows you around everywhere you go. But what we want to do is bring it close and we want to hold it alongside the other part. So let me just pause here. This comes from a set of tools called neurolinguistic programming. It's called a parts integration. Now, I learned this from a guy called Pete Shaw. Pete is a dear friend of mine who helped me so much on my Costa Cozy journey. And in fact, there's actually a, um, there's a documentary where you can see a bit of the work that I did with Pete uh, called Sub30. I'll also link to that in the show notes. But if you want any extra information on this, contact Pete Shaw at scaryandexciting.com because he's amazing and his trainings are unreal and he'll teach you how to do this stuff. So anyway, there's two parts of you, right? Let's imagine you want to start a new running ha- habit, right? There's a there's a part of you that's called the runner part. Now, the runner part is like, I'm inspired. I want to do the 5K in, you know, in September in uh, the Melbourne or Melbourne Marathon in October, I'm going to do the 5K, right? You see, you see a picture of people running or a friend of yours picks it up. You're like, I'm going to do that with them. So there's this part of you that's like the inspired part. It's like the, the runner part. Let's call it the runner part. And then there's another part. This other part might show up on week three of your you know, couch to 5K running um, program. And it's like, you know what? It's cold out there. You don't really want to do it. You're not a runner. You know, who do you think you are? Let's just... You don't need to go out there. We'll go out tomorrow. We'll go out tomorrow when it's sunny, yeah, and it's warm. You just stay in bed today. And then that little part just creeps in and gradually over the next week or so, just starts to just gently squash your inspiration and you miss a run with your friend or you miss part of the program and then you kind of say, oh, I missed that day. It doesn't matter. The next week you miss two and then, you know, in a couple of weeks, you know, you're back, you're, you've fallen off the, the inspiration wagon and and. and there's another running part of you, another another running habit that you haven't picked up, right? There's nothing wrong with you, okay? It's just that this part of you, the protection part, the part of you that doesn't want to grow, has stopped you from, from being the inspired runner part. Now, if you can imagine these two parts now in front of you, this is just an example. Maybe you've already figured out what your parts are. But let's, let's just go with this person who's got a runner part, and we're going to call it the um, dream stealer part, but let's give, it, let's give it more of a, it's just a little blob. It's like a marshmallow. It's got a cranky face and a squeaky voice, whereas the runner part's like, let's get after it. Let's get some new shoes. We'll get a cool new shirt and a hat, and we're going to get out there, and we're going to run this 5K. You know, we've still got three months to train, and the other one's just like, nah, you're not going to do that. Run. So we need to hold these two parts side by side, and believe that both both of them have that positive intention. Let's go to the runner part. We say to it, what's what's your intention? Why do you want me to do this 5K in the Melbourne Marathon in, in um, October? And that part might say, well, we're going to get healthy. And it's like, hey, what's important about getting healthy? Well, we're going to get strong. We're going to get healthy and strong. Well, you know, what's important for me about why do I want to get healthier and stronger? Well, when we're healthy and strong, we're going to be happier. Okay, well, Okay, I'll be happier, but you know, you're asking why do I, what's important about that, right? So we're going up to higher levels of abstraction, if you like. And then I say, if I'm happy, I'm going to have more joy in my life, right? And then what's important? Why do I want more joy in my life? Well, I'll I'll have more freedom, right? If I can be healthy and and stronger and happier and more joyous, more joyous, more joyous, more joyous, 
then I'll have more freedom in my life. Now, we're at a really high level of extraction here, but that's ultimately what that part might want for you, right? Now we go across to the other part and we say, okay, other part, you want me to stay in bed and not get out of bed. Okay, why do you want that for me? Or what's what's valuable for me? Or what's the positive in that for me? And maybe, maybe it says something like, well, if you go out running, you might get hurt or you might catch a cold or you might roll an ankle or get bitten by a dog or fall over in a gutter and run over by a car or something. So it's safer to stay at home, right? Or it might be more fun. You know, you do all these things in life that everybody tells you to. So how about you just stay in bed and have, you know, this is your time. You get a bit of me time where you can sleep in. You deserve it, right? So let's go with that one. You say, okay, other part, what's what's the positive for me having me time? It's like, well, you can do whatever you want, have, you know, more fun. It's, it's relaxing. You can relax. Okay, well, what's important for me about relaxing? Well, you know, you're just going to be happier if you relax, you know? Instead of trying to do all this running business, you can just sleep in and then eat whatever you want for breakfast and do whatever you want and you just you'll be more relaxed and you'll have more you'll be happier right now what do I want to be happier in life by doing all these things well then you'll experience more joy and you can see where I'm going right and if you have more joy what does that give me well freedom you'll have more freedom because you know you don't have to be tied to this couch to 5k business you can be free of all that and just do whatever you want so if you've been following along here, we've gone up high enough in abstraction or is in, is in value to find that these two parts of us, the one that wants us to do the cash to 5k, get healthy, happy, strong, connected, all those kind of things, and the part of us wants to stay in bed and sleep in and actually you know, have some me time and do whatever I want with freedom, they both want freedom. Now, sometimes this can be a huge, huge realization for people that this seemingly destructive part of them actually wants a higher intention of love or connection to others or freedom or joy. And when you can take both of these parts up through these questioning and find that they have a commonality, that can be tremendously freeing for people to realize that this destructive part actually had it for them. Now, the next part of this is actually to get those two parts to who are used to be enemies to talk to each other and say, sometimes this can be really weird, right? And even when I'm saying it, but you've got these two conflicting parts of you. You, have, you get them to turn to each other and actually have a conversation. Like, okay, you want freedom. I want freedom. How can we work this out together so that we can get freedom for our person, right? And they can, they, this is where you get proper strategies. Like maybe I can go running three times a week and then I can stay in bed four times a week or I can stay in bed on the weekend and eat whatever I want. Maybe I can eat whatever I want as long as I'm running because I can burn it all off. Or, and you start to strategize between the two. Remember what's previously happened is you've chosen either one or the other of these parts. But what you're doing in this technique is bring them together, helping them work out how they can come together and you know work together to get you the ultimate goal, which was freedom. I hope you're still with me and you don't think I'm a complete weirdo because this technique can really change things for you. 
If you want to go after that big goal and there's something holding you back, bring that part of you closer. Talk to it. Take it for a run with you. That's what I really want you to do with this. On your next run, I want you to identify what that part of you is that you've been pushing away and thinking, you know, was it a lazy part of you or the um, procrastination part of you or that part of you that, you know, just wanted you to fit in with the group or whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, part of you holding you back, take it for a run and ask it those questions. What do you really want for me? What's, what's your highest intention for me? What's the positive, what's the value in what you want for me? And keep asking it until you get to these higher levels of, of values and abstraction. And then from there, you might realize that that part of you was created like the loyal soldier back in the day to protect you from experiencing something you didn't want to. But now, as you're evolving, it's time to let that part of you know that you're going to be okay and that you don't need to protect yourself from it anymore. And that part of you can, in fact, come over and help you get what you want. And in that, you can bring it back home and give it a hero's welcome, thanking it for all of the times it's protected you in the past. And you can discharge that loyal soldier and bring it over to um, integrate back into society. I hope you've got something out of this podcast. Um, It can be a bit confronting, this kind of stuff. But ultimately, what this is about is you knowing yourself better as an athlete and as a person. And doing this work on yourself is going to bring out more of that potential that you, you can be holding back through whatever reason that you might might be holding yourself back or protecting yourself. And the more that you use your courage to do this stuff, um, the more that you'll just continue to evolve as a person and as a runner and show up more for the people around you, more for people at work, more for your family and, and be able to give more of yourself, which is ultimately you know, what, what this journey, I think, of running and triathlon and everything is about bringing out ever-increasing levels of our potential and of who we are to what we do. So thanks for listening. I hope you check out um, Pete's website and, and Lauren's website or Lauren on Instagram. I'll put their stuff in the show notes. Um, Thanks for being a listener. We've hit a milestone on the podcast this week. Um, I just want to say thanks to each and every one of you who have ever downloaded a, um, an episode or shared an episode. And if I could ask you, if anyone you know would benefit from this episode or any of the past ones, please share it with them. So thanks for everybody and um, I'll look forward to seeing you next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Mindset for Runners podcast. I hope you got something practical and useful out of this podcast or something inspiring to help you get out for your next run. If you have a question about Mindset for Runners or athletes in general, please email me at robmason.run at gmail.com and I'll answer your question on an upcoming podcast. If there's anybody you know who could benefit from the information I share in this podcast, please share it with them. See you next time.